One. Franklin's alarm rang too damn early, as it did every morning. Still, he didn't dawdle or indulge himself by hitting the snooze button. Instead, he got out of his narrow bed, pulled the tan sheets up to make it neat, then walked through the dim bedroom to his tiny bathroom for a shower and his weekly shave, scraping carefully against his dark skin for the few errant hairs. Putting on his brown Kroger uniform, Franklin hummed to himself, pleased that his weekly workouts with the Ab Buster were keeping him in shape, just like the man on the TV had promised. He didn't pull the shades of his bedroom windows up until he was ready to leave the sanctuary of his room. He never knew what kind of ghosts might be waiting for him out there. This morning, though, his view of his field of poppin' corn was unobstructed by any ghostly visitors. He spent some time looking at the front stalks. He only had five long rows, twenty stalks per row, and each one was precious to him. Winds had been light the night before, and he didn't see any damage. Broad green leaves grew out evenly from the tall stalks, and nestled in between them were the fluffy tassels of the best poppin' corn in all of Kentucky. Yellow corn, of course. Franklin didn't go in for fancy strawberry corn, or that black kernel stuff. He grew grade-A American poppin' corn, using a hybrid seed that he'd paid good money for so it would mostly pop up into butterfly flakes that were longer and more tender than the mushroom-shaped flakes. And this year, he was gonna beat Carl Metzger, his old high school rival. Franklin's corn would finally win the Blue Ribbon Prize for the best poppin' corn at the Kentucky State Fair, He'd be able to hang that ribbon right there, above his dresser, between the pictures of his long-dead papa and his recently dead mama. Make them both proud. Satisfied, Franklin finally opened the door to his bedroom. He didn't know why the ghost couldn't cross the threshold, maybe because no one but him had ever been in there. Not since mama had died, and she hadn't been in there all that often. Still, he kept the door closed as he didn't want to see their faces staring at him in the dark. Sunlight beamed against the living room windows. The couch and overstuffed armchair lurked as dark shapes against the wall. It was going to be a hot one today. Franklin left the shades down to give the house an edge against the heat. He turned on the ancient TV sitting on the even more ancient bureau to listen to the farm report as he made his way into the kitchen. Morning, Mama. Franklin said to the ghost sitting at his kitchen table. Mama didn't say anything, as usual. She looked the same, her hair all done up nice, her good gold hoops hanging from her ears wearing her best Sunday church dress. Being a ghost had faded out her black skin, brought out freckles across her nose that Franklin had never seen. But it hadn't dimmed the glare that she frequently gave Franklin, like she did that morning. Franklin tried not to take it to heart. He reasoned that being a ghost was hard on a body, particularly someone like his mama, who'd worked at the local beauty salon in town just so she'd have people to talk with all day. Not being able to say a word or touch anything, not even push a piece of paper across the table, had to be difficult. "'Corn's looking good this morning,' Franklin told her as he got the peanut butter out of the top cupboard and the bread out of the bread box sitting in the corner of the green linoleum counter. I'll go out and check the fields when I get home. There's some weeds that need pulling. 
He got an egg out of the fridge and reached for his lard. He paused. The cover of the mason jar wasn't tightly screwed on. It just rested there with the lid seal off kilter. Mama, did you do this? Franklin asked as he pulled the jar out. She didn't reply. God dang it, Franklin said, unwilling to swear in front of Mama, even though she was a ghost. Franklin had only opened that jar of lard last week. Now it was mostly empty. Mama still glared at him. This was Franklin's special lard, rendered down white and pure from Sweet Bess, the pig he'd slaughtered earlier that spring. Sweet Bess had been anything but sweet, 